All right, welcome back to Texas by Design. I'm Clayton Black, Chief Strategy and Business Development Officer with Jones and Carter, and I'm I'm joined again for a second episode with Brock Wagner, founder brewer of the St. Arnold Brewing Company here in Houston. Brock, thanks for joining us again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and if you didn't catch our first episode with with Brock, hit pause, go back, check that episode out. Uh, we talk a lot about the organization that uh, Brock and his team have built, and it's it's really an awesome. Um, organization and they've built quite a campus uh, there in the near north side neighborhood uh, here in Houston. Um, so I'd love for you to, to, to catch up on that. Um, you know, today we want to talk a little bit, Brock, about um, how public and private entities can work together to um, positively impact the economy in a neighborhood, uh, the role of private industry in giving back um, to the communities where, where they exist, um, and, and then truly how to create win-win opportunities with um, both private organizations and public entities when they work together. Certainly. Looking awesome. Forward, looking forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, Rock, I remember, you know, going out to the site, kind of the area uh, where your current brewery is before you were there. Um, we had some project work in that area. Mm -hmm. and um, Wow, I mean, it looks way different today uh, than it did at that point in time. Um, and I know you you and your organization have had a, um, a lot of uh, the, the impact in that neighborhood in a, in a really good way. Um, can you talk to us about um, the changes that you have seen in the area from the time y'all came into the, into the neighborhood to now? Certainly, yeah. So when we purchased that, uh, the, the original land that, where the, the brewery is, um, at that point, there was pretty much no reason for anybody in the city of Houston to venture to that little pocket. Mm -hmm. um, with the exception of there was a tow lot across the street from us. So if your car got towed downtown or Montrose, you did happen to go there, but yeah. those were probably not happy experiences <laughs> for anyone. The area was derelict, that there was a park, a city park next door to us, which is still there today. And it was, underused the city had even invested some money into refurbishing it and um, I mean it, you wouldn't feel safe there the buildings all seemed a little run down there was some industry in the area but th there were a lot of underused buildings and lots in the area so uh, that was how it was before we moved in once we moved in um, you know it really became a destination destination there was a lot of activity uh, that led to uh, several things you know we we had bought up at some additional lots because we needed parking um, we also didn't know what our future was going to what we might need in the future thank goodness we did do some of that because we, we have a warehouse down the street that we use now um, we eventually bought the the tow lot that was across the street and y'all helped us buy the street from the city and and facilitate moving all, all of the utilities so that we could uh, incorporate the, the land into one contiguous piece of property which given our TABC license uh, was necessary so that we could expand operations uh, over the entire piece of property and uh, move the tow lot a few blocks down. Um, Today, the, the park uh, is used frequently. Um, we've seen investment in buildings around us, including there's one across the street 
which is looking to get re redeveloped uh, to become another destination, kind of like Silver Street Studios or Sawyer Yards. Oh, great. So uh, you just we're seeing a lot of activity and interest now in in the area, and yeah, we have a you know people bicycle there. I know we do stuff with Bike for Houston, um, so it's just a m much more vibrant area, and property values have uh more than quadrupled <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's great to see the the economic um, impact y'all have had in that community and from a uh, from a business owner's perspective i mean how quickly can private industry have a really tangible and meaningful impact on a local economy like that it can be immediate i mean we've seen it um you know there was no resistance to people coming and visiting our brewery when we re relocated there and uh, you immediately saw the neighborhood begin to change at that point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it does not have to be a long lag time. And we've been there now. We bought that property uh, 13 years ago, and we saw the change starting immediately, and it, it has continued. Um, you know the large piece of land I just mentioned that across the street I think that is the biggest sign of the effect that you can have on on a neighborhood yeah when you see investment I mean going for miles to the west and north of of, of your brewery now and which there was nothing going on oh, over there we yeah. all moved in so the Hardy Yards is another brewery that's uh, not far from us today uh, local group so yeah there's having a, a a good business plus a business that 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 brings the public in more than just the employees can really benefit the community that's great so I know there were a lot of people and organizations that um, y'all worked with that is trying to improve that community talk to us about you know city of Houston not-for-profits other private industries um, how have those organizations come alongside st. Arnold and trying to to improve that near north side neighborhood so you know we've always i've always found that you can have really constructive conversations with the city of houston especially if you go down ahead of time find out you know share you know, your own vision of what you're trying to do talk to the city about how that fits with the city's vision and then find the ways that you can really work together in positive ways and when you do that I, I find that you have very positive outcomes. You know, it's if you go in and say this is the way it's going to be, your outcomes will probably be less good. Uh, but I think that's true in everything. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's uh, not just in dealing with a, a government agency. You're approaching so, it with a sense of humility and well, yeah. yes, and and, and listening. Um, I think that's really important. So we got with the city, talked about things that we wanted to do. You know, when they're uh, the city was very excited and supportive about what we were doing. You know, we were repurposing an old building. The city likes that. Uh, there were a lot of challenges that we had to overcome just with code <laughs> when you're dealing with uh, an old building, but you know, we were able to get some flexibility on, on, on certain things or just find creative ways to approach problems is really what I would say because the code is what the code is. Right. Um, you know, there were 
little things that you might not think about. You know, the city had some money to put in extra uh, street lights. So when I brought up, hey, we could really use some extra street lights for safety in the evening. It, the city was already looking for places to, to do something like that. So, so they put in a few extra there and, you know, two or three extra lampposts can make a big difference. Um, you know, the, the purchasing a, the street from the city, that, you know, that was a really interesting challenge because there were a lot of utilities that, yes. that had to get moved. Um, but and you have to convince the city that you know the city is not in the business of selling streets so you have to convince them why it makes sense for the city to to part with that asset but again if you have these conversations in our case it was a the street only went two blocks and dead-ended it i-10 on one side and uh, three Union Pacific Railroad tracks on the other side. So it was kind of an easy conversation. Yeah, and where it intersected I-10, it was about 40 feet higher than, uh, yes. than I-10. So, so, yeah. so yeah, it wasn't going across. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, you know, we work with a lot of cities um, and, and we see a lot of cities compete for private industry in their cities, same with counties. Um, and I think the, the, the discussion that I know a lot of folks always want to move towards is subsidies or tax abatements and I mean from your perspective you haven't really been a benefactor of that side. No, we haven't. It's been more the creative work together um, creating the, uh, the the shared win um, that has really uh, been how, how you have worked with the local local entities here. Yeah we were looking to build a business and um, you know, to me in my mind it was incumbent upon us to for it to make economic sense and uh, from the city standpoint we just wanted to work with them um, to be able to successfully build our business, and you know, in the end, it's actually good for the city because they're getting more tax revenue. We're creating more jobs, um, and we're creating a, a, a destination for people inside that outside of the city, and, and hopefully, you know, continuing to raise the city's profile. Although I don't think St. Arnold's the main. Point. <laughs> the main selling point for the city of Houston. But it is certainly but, an attraction. But everything you can add uh, yeah. help benefits the, the greater community. So That's great. So you're leading me right to kind of my next topic. I'll, you know, from your perspective um, as a business owner and leader, you know, what do you view as the role private industry has in investing in the communities where, um, where they work and where their people live? I think it's paramount for companies to invest in their communities. I mean, we benefit from the communities. Our customers come from the communities. Our coworkers come from the communities. We need to be investing back into the community to make the community better. It's not just all about us. I mean, you can look at it from an altruistic way and say that, you know, we're, you know, we're a business, we're making money, we should give back just from that standpoint. But you can also look at it from a uh, self-serving standpoint that by making the community better um, it will make our company better more people will want to come to live in Houston uh, a growing city benefits our company um, so I think all of those together work well and I think you can look at the community in many different ways I mean we're involved in so many different organizations we tend to get involved in the organizations that we really believe in either they because they've touched our lives 
um, touched our coworkers' lives. Uh, you know, I think that's very much why we're involved in MS-150, Texas Children's Hospital, uh, the Houston Food Bank, um, Kids Meals. Uh, these are all things we've done in, in big ways. Also, you know, we're located right by the Fifth Ward. We really want to be involved in the community that where you know we we work every day. Um, so we've done a lot of outreach there, uh, finding a good organization. And, and to me, it's very important to not, to get with organizations that you're not going to work with one time, but where you plan on working with them for many years, mm. and make that commitment because um, I I think it's good internally so that we know who we're working with and the people we're working with, but it also helps the organization if they know that they can count on us to be there and it helps them with their planning and it makes them better organizations as well. Yeah, long-term partner, that makes a, a real difference. Absolutely. Well, I know last time we talked a lot about culture and just you know applaud y'all for, I think it's, it's been really awesome Thank to see you. how y'all have invested in the community and, um, and it bleeds through in the culture of your organization for sure. Yeah, we love to get th do things where our coworkers can get involved as well. And, um, they really enjoy it. I mean, it is part of our culture. We tend to hire people who want to be involved in the community. Um, but then when you actually do those events, you can see it, it, it's, uh, it's team building, but it also makes people happier to come to work every day because they feel like they work at a place that shares their values. Right, and with people that share their values too, yes. right? Yes, that's great. Well, Brock, thank you so much for taking time to sit down and visit with us on both of these episodes. We know you're busy and, and very much appreciate you coming in to visit with us. Um, for all of you that, are, that have joined us for these episodes, thank you. Um, if you've liked these episodes, please go on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe to our podcast and like this episode and the last episode with Brock. And uh, uh, please tune in for future episodes of Texas by Design. Thank you again for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man.